Hello, and welcome to the Alt Left. Welcome back, everyone, to episode seventy-five. This is the what is this? this is some kind of diamond jubilee? What is seventy-five? Uh, diamond sounds right. I don't know. I you got no. Me. I don't know. I think 50 is supposed to be gold. 50 is, di- was 50 is gold? I don't know. Hold I don't on. Know. I was married for six years. It doesn't count at this point. It's okay, folks. He got better. I did. I got divorced. It is the Diamond Jubilee. Chris it is. Mulan. All right. Matt's quick Googling has saved the podcast single-handedly. So, Huzzah! Diamond Jubilee, welcome to episode 75. We're glad you're here. With me, as always, is Matthew Jumbo Johnson. Quickest keyboard in the West. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. And that's not all. And the good Reverend Dr. K. Good evening, everyone. Just a quick reminder. <clears throat> Excuse me. We are still running a special. Danny uh, lozenges in that special? Right? <laughs> Actually, as a matter of fact, yes. <laughs> and to, Dr. To K's quantum lozenges. And to illustrate how good these quantum lozenges work, I'm going to take one right now, and you will hear the difference in his voice for the rest of the podcast. Observe. There you go. I am now chewing the quantum lozenge. View the effects it happens over entanglement in the quantum sphere across the interwebs. Uh, Ooh, by it's minty fresh, too. Mm-hmm. By two packages it. of lozenges at double the price of one. Yeah, so, so just mail check or money order made out to cash for $7,000, and we will lozenge with you. Speaking of money, how's that uh, Donald Trump fleecing the world for uh, elections that were stolen here and going on? Um, well, so here, here's the thing. You know how we all pretty much assume that, you know, he was antagonizing the crowd and trying to get people to storm the Capitol to basically, you know, overturn an election that he yeah, that's exactly what barely lost? Yeah, mm-hmm. that all happened. That all happened. Everything we said. Uh that that I think is where the big like nobody's really shocked. Like it's all kind of most of it has been confirmation of what we already understood to be true. Um, for me, one of the biggest things that I, I find myself frustrated by is that all of a sudden, in the midst of this, somehow Mike Pence is being touted as the greatest patriot savior the U.S. has ever seen. You mean the vice president that just did his job? Yes, that guy literally okay. showed up to work and did his job by doing nothing. That that was it. I will point out, and again, this is not to to tout Mike Pence because Mike Pence is a piece of shit. But I'm actually going to disagree with you slightly. Uh, I will agree that he did not do some giant heroic effort. But to be fair, he, to be fair, to be fair, his his constituents literally were were wanting to lynch him. Uh, for this and all of Congress and the Senate had no interest in helping him and all of the diehard spine of the party was against him and the easy flow would have been to do what Trump wanted kick it back to the states and make this thing even worse than it already was and he actually didn't like that's the thing say what you want about Mike Pence and I will he's a fucking Christian white nationalist he's a piece of shit he's a fascist fuck him he wants to bring apart a theocracy that would leave anybody who's not a white straight Christian male dead against the wall he's a piece of shit fuck him however I'm not gonna say he's a pussy he's not he actually had a pair that day and we are better for it now 
Do I still think Mike Pence is a piece of shit and needs to go to the chop? Sure. Absolutely. He fucking sucks. He's a fascist. However, the idea that like, I don't know, I think to minimize it, I think even a, even, even, even a piece of shit can have integrity, you know, once in a great while. I mean, okay, I guess for a fleeting moment, he did the right, did the yeah, right, but he did it, the right but, thing I mean, when it, it was hard to do. Okay, and then he turns around and advocates right and left for things like conversion therapy. It's like, yeah, not a I hero. Find it, I find it hard to give a fuck about him having one moment of a conscience in the face of all the atrocities committed. I mean, I guess I have to concede your point because technically you are correct. That is true. I can't say you're wrong about that fact. I guess where I land on it is he's such a despicable human being. I don't give a fuck. He is. And again, I'm not advocating that Mike Pence is a hero or should be celebrated in any way. What I think. I'm not saying you are. Absolutely not. I don't think. But what I think is this is telling. Like the fact that such a slimy, evil, power hungry, manipulative cult leader like Mike Pence was willing to turn on Trump says something. I agree and I don't agree because here's the thing. He's not alone in this. Mitch McConnell, Mike Pence, Ted Cruz. I disagree. No, Mitch McConnell, Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham. They all went, oh, I don't know. That Trump guy is kind of mean and nasty. I don't really like him. Let me finish my thought before you disagree. I think they're all the worst, the worst criminals in history. I don't think any of them would have done anything different under the same circuit. Well, hold on. Let me take that back. I added yeah. Ted Cruz to that list. Ted Cruz absolutely would have Lindsey Graham? I didn't say Lindsey Graham. I said Mitch McConnell. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I said Lindsey Graham. Fair enough. Uh, Mitch yeah, McConnell, no. too. I'm sorry. He fucking waffled all the time on Trump. Constantly. Here's the thing. I don't view, uh, I hate even having to say this. I don't, I don't, I think Mitch McConnell is not willing to tear down everything in our democracy just to give Trump a win. Because when there are plenty of instances where Mitch McConnell said no in the face of Trump, far more than things like, than situations like Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz, which is why I'm taking Ted Cruz off the list. Yeah. But I don't, the point I'm getting at is I think there are, I hate Republicans. I hate conservatives. I think they're all the scum of the earth. I I don't believe there that I I don't believe that Mike Pence is alone in the sentiment that our democracy is is first and foremost comes like I don't think he's the only one that would have done that. Uh, I would agree with you. However, I think anyone else on that list, I would be, if you put all those people together, I would say Mike Pence has the highest chance of doing what Mike Pence did. I would have a harder time seeing uh, Mitch McConnell do that than Mike Pence. At this point, we're now we are split hands. Yeah, we are. Uh, I agree that no, you're right. Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz would have absolutely given Trump the win and then gone to his house to suck his dick. Yep, absolutely without a doubt. I I had to catch myself on that one, but <laughs> and part of it, I admit, it it doesn't feel good to give somebody who you know at their core is an absolutely amongst the most vile, reprehensible human beings on this planet an attaboy. And so I think that's part of where I'm, I'm, I'm brushing up against this. But again, even, thinking about it more, like even saying you're right, it really ultimately doesn't matter. He, he made one right call. Yep. He doesn't deserve the praise that he's getting. And that's the ultimate point I was getting at. Is Hands down. There are Democrats and people claiming to be on the left that are coming out and making cheers that he is the patriot savior of this country. <laughs> and oh, my God. He did the bare that. minimum. Exactly. And again, you can give somebody credit for making the right choice uh, when when making the right choice was hard. 
Uh, you can give him that. But to turn around and prop him up, like this is the kind of shit why we get, this is how we get to the next level of bad Trump. Because people on the left are now looking at him and going, huh, he did the right thing. Yeah, you know what? I could vote for him. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Maybe maybe I can vote for a Republican. Maybe we can all be like Andrew Yang wants and join in togetherness. I just I just think it, it's the bring brunch back. Everyone wants that normalcy. Like so many Americans just celebrate whenever Biden is like, "Oh, I go to the cafeteria and I eat my, with my Republican colleagues and I respect them." And it's like, "Oh, fucking good for you, you privileged piece of shit." Like they're not advocating for your right to exist. But like I, I get it feels very much like do you remember when um Senator McCain, John McCain of Arizona, lifelong piece of shit. Yeah was dying of cancer and when they were trying to repeal Obamacare and it was his, you know, his, he was in a hospital and he literally got up, flew in and put in the no vote. And he was the deciding factor that killed the Republican uh, maneuver to end the Affordable Care Act. It's the same thing. I feel that's the same thing as this Mike Pence thing. It's like, yep, he did a good job and he did a hard thing when it was hard to do and it was the right thing. But people, in like, say, it was the same thing. Liberals and Democrats were just hailing him as a fucking hero. And it's like, dude, this guy has been declaring that gay people aren't humans his entire career. Don't ever fucking cheer for this piece of shit. We got diet fascists that have been running this country for fucking 40 years. But when the full-blown fascist comes in and suddenly they're all clutching their pearls at how awful he is, yep. like all of a sudden now the diet fascists are, are, are becoming heroes. And But that's – it's one – it's what we've been talking about forever, Chris. It's how we keep churning this wheel of fascism forward. Diet fascists have been running this country for close to 40 years. Now, again, you can pick outliers that are farther, but their power has not been anywhere near the amount it's been since Trump became the president. Now, there's I actually I read an article the other day. And it was actually talking about how Sarah Palin paved the way for this. Like she really popularized yes. this folksy fascist bullshit. And I was like, yeah, that's yep. actually a fair fucking point, man. Yeah. And, and who gave her the position to do that? Who? Who everyone? John- Fucking McCain. McCain, the hero, liberal like, hero. He platformed her stupid ass, and again, he was. I know the dude was just sitting there, just face palming every time she spoke. But you're the one that gave her the chance. Yep. She was that pretty little Barbie doll that was right wing and gave you all the things that you thought you wanted. But the moment her mouth opened, she fucked you over. And then we got Lauren Boebert and Trump and fucking MTG and Matt Gates yeah. and all these assholes came out of the woodwork. I was yeah. just going to say that like she was the real precursor to all of these. And I hate yeah. saying, but women that are, it's not just women, but all of these politicians that are vapid, they don't really understand what's going on. They don't have any real opinion. The opinions that they do have are the worst of them. Like, I think that's actually a fair point because we had plenty of men who acted like this all the time in the Senate yeah. and in Congress. Like this, this folksy, whimsical, well, you know, who likes Negroes anyway? Like that was there was lots of men who yeah. said shit like that. But like there weren't a lot of women. And I think you make a good point, Kay, that like it really did open kind of the floodgates where like, no, 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 no. We can have women in power who are also monsters. Yeah. I, I think just, that's a I fair observation. Wanna, I just didn't want to single out, you know, women as being kind of vapid and stupid and having these awful opinions because I, I don't think that it's just women. I didn't want it to seem that way as all. No, but I think we have an influx of women doing that because finally we've, we've tripped far enough down the fascism hole that it's now equal opportunity. 
Yeah. There's a couple of things going on, though, too. The Republican Party has been, I mean, it, it's kind of a known secret that they're very aware that their base is dwindling. Their base is dying off. They have been for a while. They know this. So they've been desperate to pull in. They've been going after the black vote. They've been going after the gay vote. And like, it's a huge thing. And so they've learned ever since, and I think, again, this was another turning point with Sarah Palin, that they realized they could find collaborators and tokens amongst their ranks to prop up to get people to join them. And it would also help them because then they could point to their tokens and be like, hey, you see, see, we've got, we've got, look, we got Clarence Thomas. We've got, um, oh, fuck, what was the, the Pizza Hut dude's name? We all cheered Herman Kane. Herman Kane. Where did I get Pete? I don't know, but the one who talked about, there were no slaves in Egypt. Pyramids held grain. Okay, yeah. I don't know where the Pizza Hut bullshit came from. I don't know why he was associated, but Herman Cain is who I was thinking of. We've got Herman Cain. We can't be racist. Look who we've got. It's like, you know, five black guys. Yeah, I mean, Trump <laughs> literally stood up there on the podium and said, look at my African-American. Yeah, <laughs> right? You know, and we can't be gay. Look, look, uh, Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos is, is out here singing our praises. Of course, we don't hate the gays while they're sitting there passing legislation. Yeah, look at the log rights. cabin Republicans. Their tokens are stupid. Their tokens largely are just as idiotic as they are, but it doesn't matter because their tokens give them the out they need to say all the things that the, the left is saying about us is not true. And it's really them that are the real racist and bigots. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. th- it's something they've latched onto and they're they're desperate. And I think that's part of the reason why all of them come off as so stupid is because anybody with any modicum of intelligence sees through the conservative bullshit. You have to get idiots in there. And again, I will say this till I, the day I die. Um, there, now, what is his name? I'm terrible with the names. The surgeon guy. Uh, what was his name? Black guy, conservative, sur- famous for being a brain surgeon when Trump got elected. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Thank you. Oh, Ben Carson. That's his name. Yes. Yeah. People will point to him and be like, he's a brain surgeon. So, and again, I'll say this. I'm not saying that so you most have doctors to be, are conservatives. Well, but, but again, I'm not saying you need to, you are completely brain dead. Like you have to have some sort of intelligence in order to be a brain surgeon. That is true. But at the end of the day, compared to an actual scientist, you're really just a mechanic. And I'm not trying to minimize the skills. I can't be a brain surgeon. Like it would take a lot of schooling and a lot of talent that I don't have to do that. But at the end of the day, it's a skill. It doesn't mean you're capable of critical thinking. It means you understand wires and limbs and connective tissues well enough to cut them open and yes. stitch them together. Yes. Doctors that is what are that means. not necessarily scientists. At all. Many aren't. They're and gone. so, and with that respect, I've also, as somebody who's worked with doctors for 20 years, 20 years, I've worked and trained doctors. Let me assure you, doctors are amazingly intelligent when it comes to one fucking thing, their job. You try to get a doctor to do anything fucking else, and I will tell you eight out of 10 times they can't fucking do it. You want an example? I used to train providers on how to do e- how to use EHR systems electronic health records. I spent, not kidding, an hour explaining the difference between a left and a right click to a doctor who'd been in practice for 40 years. Now, if I asked that guy anything about the human body or diseases, he could tell me, but he could not grasp the difference between a left and a right click. And I said all that to say this, I don't care what degree you hold. I don't care what position you have. I don't care how long you've been doing it. If you are a conservative, you are a fucking moron. Yes. Couldn't agree more. I mean, you want to talk about being moron. I mean, you heard, but you hear Bobert's quote today. 
Oh, nope. Which one? Lay it on me, my friend. Uh, she said that Jesus didn't have enough AR-15s to keep his government from killing him. Yep. Yep. Um, it's Congresswoman it's, Bobert, yeah. everybody. It's perfectly in line with America's finest. I gotta wonder if she's ever actually went to church or read the Bible. No, she literally. I. I. I she has because... staffers who find the most clickbaity, outrageous, rednecky, loving bullshit possible. It's like it's like there's an AI. It's like someone was like, okay, we took Birth of a Nation and all, every Sarah Palin speech and Dukes a Hazard and made an AI watch it for 10,000 hours and now it tweets Bobert tweets. Like that is what it is. <laughs> and it is it is absolutely like there's I guarantee these aren't her actual fucking tweets and quotes. Like she absolutely has staffers who are like, uh, well, you know, with the school shooting everything, AR-15s are big. So, you know, we got to work in something about how guns are actually good. And, you know, I don't know. Let's relate it to Jesus. Well, you know, Jesus, was if Jesus had more guns, he'd be fine. That's our tweet. You know, like that's what happens. Guaranteed. Because she is a fucking dipshit. But I actually don't believe she believes any of it. She's a grifter, which is what most of these fucking right-wingers are. Not all of them. Absolutely. There are, tr there are true fucking believers. You know, like the my pillow guy, he's a true oh, yeah. fucking believer. You know, but I actually don't think Bobert is. I think Bobert's a fucking con artist. It seems like, it, especially with if, if the allegations that have come out against her turn out to be true, which I can't wait to see this because now they're actually filing a uh, um, libel. I, I guess yeah, so uh, filing libel suit. Yeah. So now actually we have to see documentation. Yeah. Which... So, okay, so hold on, quick quick recap, just for anyone that doesn't know this, we mentioned it before, but let's just do a quick recap. Yeah, let's so. The so there is a pack that's basically coming out. Like they they went after Madison Cawthorn, and pretty much they're the ones being credited with ruining his campaign. Their job now seems to be just to out the most horrible shit Republicans have done and ruin their chances to be for re-election. And what we unearthed about Lauren Lauren Boebert is that apparently once upon a time she was a freelance call girl working for a website called like mysugardaddy.com and she would basically do it to make money and somehow met Ted Cruz of all people who told her apparently at one point that she should run for politics and the allegations are essentially that not only was she a call girl but Ted Cruz and her had a relationship or a thing where he paid her for sex and that he financed and encouraged her to run for office and she's now coming out and denying this so now it's going to court so there's going to have to be proof so one way or another we're going to find out if this is true I, I don't have a problem believing it's true because fucking Lauren, Lauren I, I don't and, either and I can't imagine that these people put out those kinds of allegations without having some kind of proof but to say cuz this knowing, is the pack that found Madison Cawthorn humping his cousin's face yeah 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 this yeah. is that knowing pack. knowing that being held liable for it was an actual possibility because you can get real fucking screwed for making these kinds of allegations if they're not true and then let's just to be clear too, like we, we found out she was a, a sex worker. None of us have a problem with that. We found out she might've had abortions. None of us have a problem with that. Where the problem comes in is when the sex worker who's had abortion goes into politics and actively works against sex workers and people who want abortions. That's where the problem comes in. And boy, wouldn't it just be perfect if we found out how this was true. Like it would just, I mean, perfectly exemplifies right-wing hypocrisy because they hate gay people, but most of them end up being gay. They hate abortions. Most of them are going to have, have abortions. They hate sex workers. Most of them go and, employ, and and pay for sex workers. Like, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much they legislate against these things. They are rich. They are powerful. And they will always have access to them 
It's the rest of us that will not be able to do so. Yep. Uh, uh, sorry for that aside, but fuck that needed to be talked about. Cause God damn mm, chef's kiss of Republican hypocrisy. <laughs> so yeah, we will see if it's real, but, uh, I, I would, if I had to put money on it, I would say it probably is. I agree. My, my nickel would be down on that. It's real. And she's done enough shitty things that like this, like if this turns out to be fake, it's not like suddenly she's going to be redeemed and Lauren Boebert's going to be, oh, everyone needs to be nice to her and respect her. No, she's a horrible fucking person with or without this. Yeah, absolutely. She's a fucking awful human being. But people who are awful human beings, nothing happens to them. Back to our topic. The January 6th hearings, I was talking to someone like, well, now everyone needs to see this. And I forgot, I was talking to a liberal uh, at work and she was saying how uh, you know well I'm glad it's on prime time everybody needs to see this and I'm just like okay this is important I am also glad it's in prime time I'm glad it is part of the public record and I'm glad not only is it part of congressional record but it is part of the national consciousness right this is right up there with the academy awards everyone is paying attention to it everyone realizes it's going on you know they're not watching it right this is part of our cultural zeitgeist now that is important but that's where it ends. This is important for history. This is not going to change a single heart and mind. No matter who you are, if you believe that on January 6th, a bunch of right-wing insurrectionists tried to storm the Capitol and overthrow the government to bring apart a tyrannical rule of Trump, or if you believe an election was stolen and a bunch of patriots stormed the Capitol in, in trying to save our democracy and bring forth the actual candidate that won the real election from a coup, your opinion will not be swayed. No matter how much I could strap you to a chair and play this for you for 10 years on repeat, your opinion will not change. Because if you believe that heroes stormed the Capitol for a stolen election, you are out of touch with reality and your information and the things that change your mind are not based in fact. And a hearing will not change that. You are a QAnon conspiracy-believing moron. And you believe in a reality that you fabricate. And those in your echo chamber fabricate. That is the reality that you have willfully chosen to exist in. And this is not part of that reality. And I have to believe that even if the man Trump himself said, I was lying the whole time, I know that the, the election wasn't stolen, I was saying that just to rile people up. No, no, deep state, deep state conspiracy. Those, That's a body exactly, double. those true believers it's JFK. would either claim some sort of bio, body double or that he's playing some sort of long game or some other reason why he would now lie about what his true beliefs and true feelings are and what he truly knows for whatever reason. Well, yeah, he, he's playing. He's playing 3D chess, bro. He knows what he's doing. He's going to retake they the government. They are that entrenched. They are that dogmatic. They are that delusional to this information. Yeah, it's a willful delusion, and 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 no amount of um, no amount of congressional hearings. Yeah, again, literally in these hearings so far, we have the the we have the Attorney General Bill Barr. Remember, Bill the Attorney General was <laughs> yeah. fired. 
And Bill Barr was put in his place because he is a Trump sycophant, right? Bill Barr was placed there because he was Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz level of Trump dick sucking at all times, right? Like he was there because he would do whatever Trump told him to do. He was an absolute Mm -hmm. puppet. He quit when this happened and has said in the hearing. It happened. No, but I'm saying when when, when the election happened, he oh, quit yes, yes. when this was happening. Well, as soon as this came to what this is our new battle plan, he was like, I'm out. And he left. This sycophantic, spineless puppet would not do this. And he has admitted in his deposition that, like, I absolutely 100% knew this was bullshit. And I told them this was 100% crazy talk bullshit. And I won't be a part of it. Ivanka Trump, his own daughter who has done nothing but roll out the red carpet and say, my daddy, eat Goya beans, blah, blah, blah. Trump family has been 100% behind the brand in her deposition said, yeah, no, they said we didn't win. And I completely believe them. It was horseshit. Like we have it. It's out there and it's being broadcast on prime time. There is no fucking deep state conspiracy, but again, this is not changing hearts and minds. So there's nothing that could be done. Yeah, there's absolutely again, it's important for history, but this is not going to change any hearts and minds. This country is 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 rife with division and we are either headed for a civil war in you know, the next 20 to 80 years or aliens will come down and unite the planet. Ooh, aliens, that'd be fun. Or a fascist I mean, it's, it's, it's going to take an existential threat. Like we'd have to go into a war with China or something, you know, like, which maybe, maybe that's Biden's secret plan all along. I'm going to pick wars with Russia and China to stop the country. Please don't pick Biden. wars with Russia and China. But I mean, I got to be honest with you on the way I see, it, I, th- I think we're just headed to a fascist dictatorship. Cause, cause yeah. I mean, imagine a crank with a little stopper so that the crank can't go back. Whenever a Republican comes into power, that crank well, this is, is just ratchet turning. theory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's what it that's is. That's what Chris was talking about before. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, anytime a Democrat gets in office, the crank stops, but it doesn't ever go back. Yeah. We're just, we're turning towards, yeah, we talked about this before. Duh. Yeah. It, it, the, it, we just, we're on a perpetual path towards either self destruction or fascism. Like, th- those are our options. And, I and see so no is most else. of the Western world, by the way. This isn't even a uniquely yeah. American problem. They're yeah. doing it slower than we are because they've got a lot of institutions in place that we don't have. But like but I mean, the, the, the British are desperately trying to. Yeah. Big Brexit time. was a perfect example, you know, over like too many brown people. We don't want to play anymore. Yeah. I don't see any other way about it. I mean, and the best we can muster on the left is Jimmy Dore for 2024. Like oh, Jesus that's Christ. all we've got, folks. It's that or Biden. <laughs> Like those are those are literally the best options the left can get. Pick your sexual harasser. Yeah. Can we just not have an election twenty twenty four? I mean, we can. That's that's what Trump was trying to do. Well, that is true. Sorry, (laughs) I apologize. I didn't mean that the way it sounded. I I didn't mean it like that. I just I just don't want like it. It's so disheartening and so like so maddening that we have so little choice in this country because people refuse to vote a third party or they refuse to understand that you can't just vote for the other guy because he opposes the one that you really don't like. Propaganda is a hell of a drug, my man. It is. It's already started. We're, we're, we're in the middle of a democratic presidency and we're losing the fourth amendment. 
Like that, like that's a thing that just happened. We it's talked about it. We fucking week. lost. It's gone. Well, I mean, well, we've lost the Fourth Amendment within a hundred miles of, of our borders. Yeah, that's <laughs> so the, if, that's if you're interior, you still really yeah. torn down this institution. I mean, the, the damage done, you know, with the Supreme Court. And again, this is another one thing people should go, oh, Trump, 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 Trump. And it's like, mm, mm. The, the weakness of Democrats is also to play because they didn't have to allow this. They are the ones who allowed Trump to pick three Supreme Court justices. Yeah. You guys remember how whenever the Dems tried to pick a Supreme Court justice, the Republicans were able to stop it at every turn. Anytime the Republicans want to stop the Dems from doing something, they fucking do it. Anytime the Dems say we got to stop the Republicans, the Republicans get to do it. Yeah. Republicans are pure evil and Democrats are spineless cowards every fucking time. And so the Supreme Court has been just this year, really, man, my God. I mean, I, I really do believe they were actually afraid of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I think she was strapped. Um, yeah, <laughs> walked in every single day to their hearings and put a fucking 45 on the table. And she was like, let's make some laws. Um, because now that she's dead, uh, the Supreme Court has gone full fast, right? So, okay. So not only has the Supreme Court already said that women aren't people. Right. It has also made that ruling. You can now contribute to any political candidate even after the campaign is over in an unlimited amount, which means any company can just write blank checks to a candidate just while they're in office. It is there is bribery doesn't exist anymore. They have made bribery completely legal all year round. Because remember, businesses are people. They have social security numbers. And money apparently is free speech, which, again, is about the most American thing I can really, really think of. Uh, someone pointed out to me that uh, if women aren't people, maybe they shouldn't have to pay taxes anymore. That'd be great. Sounds good to me. And I'm not married. And if fetuses are people, we should be able to de- to declare them on our oh, tax returns. Oh, yes. As soon as, yeah, so soon does that mean a, since, since a fetus is a person, though, does that mean a pregnant woman get, has to pay taxes? Depends. Or does is she, the fetus that's, male that's or when female? She gets a, that's when she gets a vote, right? Yeah, it's true. Depends on the gender, the, the, the sex of yep. the fetus. Yep. But your sex is, is assigned at birth. So this is, I don't know. This is sketchy all... territory. I think we should probably debate it and ask a Republican. We should pray on it. We should pray on it, boys. Oh, we should pray on it. Everyone, uh, please join hands. Close your eyes. Uh, never mind. Fuck that shit. It doesn't work. Here's the thing. We, we can ask a Republican, but I can tell you what the answer is going to be. And again, I don't mean to be a dick about Wait, are it. Are we moving on? I had incense out. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, We're moving so. On. Our, the Reverend so said had, so. We had a right winger. We we have engaged with a right winger a couple of times from from between both sides. Or was it, we try between the liars, between the liars. Between the liars. And don't get me wrong; they were interesting to talk to. But the moment you point out the problematic nature of the things they support, their go to defense is, "I don't believe it will have the effect that you think it does." And I, I don't believe, believe it has to go thing, to the states. Yeah, exactly. That is the default, because here's the thing. That is their their get out of jail free card, because it absolves them of responsibility. If the states are on it, they can always point to, well, it's not my state. My state's not doing that. But also, again, remember, the vast majority of conservatives that are that are voting for this shit are straight white males that are that are middle class and lower class. And if they're low, if they're poor. They just think they're going to be rich someday, so that's why they vote for this shit. If they're middle class or above, none of this affects them. And since it doesn't affect them, they don't care because all it's doing is harming a couple of you know gay people, trans people, and brown people. Well, they don't fall into those groups, so what's it matter? Their rights are still fine. 
And, and that's why I think talking to a right winger anymore is useless because I've now seen the gamut of their responses. And it's even the ones that you can say, yeah, they, they're informed and they know what they're talking about. And I get why they're saying their, their ultimate go-to is denial because they aren't affected. It doesn't matter. It's not going to happen. They don't believe it because the Dems are the real enemy. The Dems are trying to strip away our democracy. Wait a minute. What about the right wingers doing this? Oh, that's not going to happen. Democracy. That's not going to stop democracy. That's not going to stop freedoms. They're literally stripping away the Fourth Amendment. The guy you people are voting for put the judges in who are doing this. And here's the thing. We've got what are supposed to be moderate judges. They voted for this shit too. It was a six to three ruling. The only ones that didn't do this are what the people are calling liberal judges. How is this moderate? We're literally stripping away our constitution and the only people saying anything about it are people on the left. Where are all the right wingers that are so hard on for the second amendment? Where are yeah, they they're so hard on for the bill of rights. And again, the Fourth Amendment, you know, uh, protects you from this stuff. And, and they've basically said, and, and it's this weird, again, it comes back to that same right-wing argument as I don't think it'll be a problem because what they basically did is what you have with this case, right, is that a Border Patrol agent beat the shit out of somebody while they were in pursuit of, you know, a, an illegal immigrant. And they basically said, like, their, their rights were violated. This was an abuse of power. And it was. And the courts have basically said that, no, you cannot sue them if they're in federal court, if there's any way that Congress could have or should have legislated around it. Basically saying that if Congress could have done something, it's there. And the quote is, Congress is better positioned to create remedies in the border security context. That's what Clarence, women aren't people, there's pubic hair in my Coke, Thomas wrote. My wife is a traitor, wrote. And, then, and you know, again, five years ago, they had the ruling where they said, is any rational reason, even one to think that Congress is better suited to weigh the cost and benefits of allowing? And that's all this is. They basically said within 100 miles, Border Patrol can do illegal searches and seizures. They can do warrantless searches, which means if you're within 100 miles of the border, Border Patrol can kick in your door looking for legal ones. They don't need a warrant. They don't need probable cause, and they can come in and beat the shit out of you, break your stuff, steal your money. It doesn't matter. They can do anything they fucking want. Regardless of whether you're a citizen or not. If a federal judge thinks that Congress should have done a better job, then they kick it down. And here's the thing. It's going to affect brown people to start and minorities. Absolutely. But how how much longer before people that disagree with the government politically are, are going to be targets of that? A lot, lot, lot of liberals and leftists on the coasts and borders. How long before the white the white ones start getting rounded up? With a, and by the way, just to be clear, the Fourth Amendment is what protects you all from legal searches and seizures. That's what yep. the Fourth Amendment does. So for anybody that isn't clear, I mean, I, I guess in this podcast, I'm sure anyone listening probably knows this, but just to be clear, that's that's what's being protected. So how much longer before you know people here in Los Angeles that are fighting against police brutality who are white start getting their homes busted into and getting arrested without, you know? Their rights being protected, and isn't Miranda? Aren't Miranda rights up for for uh, uh, being killed? Yes. Being Currently, they're talking about that. We don't need to even warn people of their Miranda rights anymore. That's the next one up on the docket. Well, they haven't that, been like warning people of Miranda rights here in City of Los Angeles for a long time. Yeah, yes, they like, have. They don't. No, no, they don't have to do it during the actual arrest. They have to do they've, it when they're being processed. They, they've never had to. That's what's up for debate, and it's not when you process; it's before you're questioned. Yeah, pardon me. To, yes. Before question. you're officially before you're officially questioned, you have to read your Miranda rights. That's how it's always been since the start of the Miranda rights. 
Well, but everybody has this idea that like when they're putting the handcuffs on you, that you have to read your Miranda rights, and that that comes from that's just fucking the TV, TV and movie industry. Yeah. Yes, but th- but that is not real and has never been real. But what is up correct? For and I de- understand that. Sure, sure. But what is up for actual debate right now? What is being considered is taking that away. So basically, f- taking someone, handcuffing them, locking them in a room where they have zero power while they are being threatened overtly by police, and then they don't even get told that they have the right to not incriminate themselves or they have the right to counsel. Which, by the way, a lot of people are already, even after hearing that, intimidated to not take that up. Most people have, don't know that you, when you're in there, you clam up and you ask for a lawyer. That's the best way you can handle it. I, I have been arrested four times. There's not a single time I have not been treated by absolute shit. And cops did not do, first of all, did not do illegal things. I mean, at one point, I was even left in handcuffs and thrown down a hallway by the way. Um, I have never been in police custody. And again, I've been in police custody for things like had an unpaid traffic ticket kind of things. It's not like I've been out fucking pipe bombing places. Um, And I have never been in police custody where I was not handled illegally and my civil rights were not violated and I was not intimidated physically or coerced depending on the arrest. And I was read my Miranda rights and I abided by my Miranda rights. But a lot of people don't know that, and especially when you're put into a situation where police absolutely 100% are beating and retaliating and intimidating everyone in custody. There is not a single person who goes to a police station who was not either physically or mentally intimidated by the police. Every single arrest on this one, trust me, you are completely coerced illegally and immorally by the cops. The second you are led away from the crowd, you are at the whim of the worst people in the country who have absolute power. Yep. To take away one of the only last protections possible. Again, it, it tracks. That is where we're going is we have a president who's supposed to be the hates cops president. Remember the, no, there won't be any police anymore. when Joe Biden, Joe Biden's more funding for police. Again, it's, He's a fucking, he's a fucking fascist. His vice he's... president's a fucking cop. Yeah. Basically what they did, and this is, what I hate about this is it's cowardly because not only are they doing this, but they're putting it to Congress to resolve the issue. Look at what Congress has been like. Do you think yeah. Congress is going to be able to get anything through that's going to undo this bullshit? Congress nope. would actually be highly effective if we eliminated the Senate. If all we yeah. had was a House of Representatives, which would actually be what a republic is supposed to be. Um... You know, if we actually practiced any kind of democracy, uh, but, we would just have but checks and balances. Yeah, but checks but and Rhode, balances, man. Rhode Island needs equal representation. Fuck Rhode Island. But anyway, that is what your Supreme Court is up to. And those are the biggies. Again, they're talking about getting rid of Miranda rights. They've already decided women aren't people. And they have decided your Fourth Amendment doesn't count within 100 miles of the border. I mean, but that is that is terrifying. Because think about it, this is literally a hundred mile radius around the entire perimeter of the United States. So it's basically everywhere but fucking Nebraska. Wait, does it count uh, for uh, the coasts? Or absolutely, is it just, buddy. Absolutely. Is it just actually the... Uh, no, the coast is the, the border. Other. Yes, no, Los Angeles is yep. 100% yep. covered in this. There's a map of it going around where you can see... Uh, you'll, you'll, it'll be two colors with basically a, a, sure. an area border around the entire United States that's highlighted. Yeah, that, Vegas is that's cool. literally it. Yeah, Vegas is all set. Yeah, they're good. 
Uh, Border Patrol can't do much in Vegas. But yeah, that, that's what they have decided is that you don't have a constitutional right if you're the 100 miles of the border, which is, you know, where three quarters of the population of the country lives. Yeah. I mean, think of L.A. Like, I mean, this is California as a whole. Again, we we are very left leaning in that we outnumber the right wingers. And most of us live on the coast. And if you look at the map, California is pretty much more than 50 percent covered. Well, yeah. We're all, and again, the reason I'm saying this is because yeah, not to not to bring in the nerd nerd shit here, but like all I keep thinking in the back of my head as this happens is so this is how liberty dies. Th- thunderous applause. Yeah, that's that's, like, that's like, how that's how fashy works. And it's it, what gets me about this is the right wingers that are championing this shit. Like most of them are poor. Like poor religious folks are the dominant voting base of conservatives. They they really are. Like. Richer people absolutely do too, but they're not the biggest numbers. And no, they pay people, they pay for it. Yeah, but the voters are 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 the stupid of the poor, hands down. Absolutely, absolutely, and well, and the hateful. There's, there's, there's a lot of middle class hateful people too who are part of it. I yes. agree. I absolutely. agree. But again, I'm talking majority here, and the majority are the poor, stupid religious folks. And those are the ones that are going to be victimized, and they aren't going to realize they fucked up. Until their boots are already kicking down their doors. Oh, they won't even realize that they fucked up even when the boots are kicking down their door. Yeah, because, I mean, if you look at them when they're when they're arrested, they're so surprised. Like, yeah. if you ever watch these right-wingers get fucking taken in by the cops, and they're always like, but, but I'm white. Yeah. But yeah. I'm white and middle-aged and male. Yeah, like, it, it, it's, you know, there's just all those videos you can find on TikToks of Karens getting owned by the cops, and it's always so funny. I always want to people... find out what happens after the fact in those, you know, because I, 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 I do genuinely wonder, do those experiences ever change their minds a little bit? Like, wait a minute, no. is this what everyone else is talking about? Yeah, no, not even no, a I'm little. right, no, I'm right. Because, it's the cops who are wrong. <laughs> no, because because they'll think the cops who did it are, are assholes and everyone else is fine, because, again, these are middle-aged, middle-class white women. Entitled, um, and, and so they will be sent women. off on their own recognizance. They won't be roughed up in jail. They won't be held on ridiculous bonds. Yeah. They will not be treated the way the the left and the brown are treated. Very rarely in those videos do you ever see them being truly manhandled in the same way that a black person of the same age and gender would be treated. That's true. And I think that's why they, you don't see fear. It's mostly confusion is because they know that even if they are arrested, they're not going to be treated the way that other people are treated. Yeah. Although I've seen a few where they got manhandled, but like it took a lot. Like yeah, I've seen like women literally not the driving same. away in their car and have to be yanked out by a cop. Yeah. Before it's, it it's not the same. Yeah. But the point is, we're off topic. This is why we saw, you know, the fucking, the Patriot Front get arrested you know they were literally headed to pride to cause an act of terror yep you know mm-hmm. and then someone they, they were all in their little khaki pants and their little blue powder blue shirts and someone was like oh my god someone's kidnapping boy scouts and putting them in a van and they called the cops and and, and sure enough here was a bunch of fashy little bitches in the back of a u-haul getting handcuffed all sad like and it was just like What's going to happen to them? They were charged with misdemeanors. These guys were literally plotting an act of terrorism. They got charged with misdemeanors. And remember, we gave up all of our freedoms because the goal was to capture terrorists. Remember all the freedoms that we gave up during Bush Jr.'s time? 
But well, not, the terrorists we were going after then were brown and lived in another country. Yeah, ter- terrorists aren't Christians. Christians don't do anything wrong. Terrorists are Muslim. So yeah, keep keep that in mind. You know, this is this is this is domestic terror being allowed. And again, it's fucking nineteen thirty Berlin all over again. It really is. This is this is this is how it happens. And I think we're on a slower march. I think this country. I think Matt's right. It's just going to be, you know, delving deeper into fascism or it's going to be a civil war. But I think we're decades away from it. Um, you know, this has been a slow march for several hundred years. It's not happening tomorrow. But unfortunately, neither is the resistance to it. But, uh, you know, but just remember, Nazis aren't people and it's OK to hit them with bats or cars. But but that being said, what's what are what are the people saying? We did a poll, Matt. And how, how did that go? So, you know, given our little uh, lover spat, which, by the way, as you all notice, we're back, we're loving, we're kumbayaing, we're still friends. It's okay. It happens. But we did, you know, I put He's up a power bottom. He doesn't take any shit. No, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love both of these guys. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, we're delightful. Yeah, we've been friends for long enough now that it would probably take a lot more than something like that to break this up. I mean just the events in our own little friend circle that have taken place. Like, and I feel uh, yeah. like if we oh, were yeah. going to stop being friends, me? it would have happened years ago. No, I feel like the three of us won survivor with that friend group. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> well, two um, of us got voted off the Island anyway. <laughs> it brought up an interesting question. And the question was, it was, it was this idea again, it's, it's, we've, we've brought it up several times in other episodes, but it's this idea of revolutionary, versus reformist. And I want to first start by defining what those mean, because there was a few people that in the poll said they didn't understand what those were. When we are talking about revolutionary versus reformist, we're talking about what your views on how to fix this country are. Where do they lie? If you are a reformist, you lie in the same vein as people like Bernie or AOC, if you're on the left. You believe in a lot of leftist ideology. However, you think that the system can be changed from within. We can yeah. just vote and vote and we'll vote ourselves out of this system. As long as we can get voted in enough real leftists like Bernie and AOC, we can get them to fix this country and everything will be fine. You believe the system is redeemable. Redeemable, By yes. good actors. If you are a revolutionary, you do not believe that the system is redeemable. Again, I'm t- speaking in context of the left because, by definition, the people that stormed the Capitol are revolutionaries. They're right wing revolutionaries. Absolutely. But they're right wing. Which is why I'm not mad at them for storming the Capitol. I'm mad at them for storming the Capitol trying to overturn theocracy for a dictatorship of a fascist. And yeah. I'm really sad that people didn't storm the Capitol to get us health care. Yeah, exactly. But that's where the revolutionary lies. And that is what Chris has always been. That is what K has been a reform. K is a reformist. Chris has always been a revolutionary. And through the course of this podcast, I have gone from reformist to revolutionary. That means that we do not believe the system is is redeemable. The system is broken fundamentally. And the only way that you are going to fix it is to rip it all down and start over. That For those of you wondering, that is what the difference is. Yes. Now, the poll was asking, which one are you? And I was actually kind of surprised. The revolutionaries won out. This is one of our bigger polls that actually got some good responses. Um, and it was 65% of people responding believe they're revolutionaries. 28% were reformists. And then 5 6% basically uh, didn't know what that meant. And so, and we, but we also got some explanations in the comments and I thought some of them were interesting. So like one of them, and, and this is our girl chaotic leftist, uh, formerly chaotic socialist, but she's, you know, we interact with her quite a bit. 
she's the one that we had a back and forth with about the DSA because Chris is really anti-DSA. She's kind of pro and we were having kind of a discussion about the merits on both sides. But she she's great. So, But what she posted I thought was kind of interesting because her response was, she's a revolutionary. However, she supports short-term solutions and reforms to help better life for everyone. That's kind of where her stance is. And I, and I actually, I don't think I or Chris necessarily have a problem with that stance. I just think that any reforms we can make within the system are going to be Band-Aids on a broken arm. They aren't going to fix it. You know, I'm all for bettering people's lives. And again, I'll even go one step further. I've said this before. If the 2022 midterm elections happen, and let's just say a miracle happened, and everyone that got elective, elected was left of AOC and Bernie, and they immediately got to work and just overhauled everything, I, I wouldn't be like, no, we still need to tear it down. If, if it was possible, I'd be for it. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying I don't think it can be done. What, what, what are you guys' takes on that, that stance? I mean... Uh... No, um, and, and here's the three is, is, is you know capitalism's a death cult. Um, I mean, you actually um, posted an article on our Twitter earlier, Matt. You know that even said like, had we had socialized medicine, over three hundred thousand Americans would be alive. Yeah, I got that from Jordan, by the way. So yeah. props to and Jordan. It's like, and that was an inter- and then that was an actual credible international source. And, and that's the thing is, it's like at the end of the day, I just don't believe you can reform a death cult. You can't reform Nazis. You can't reform cyanide. Like, there are just things that are poison to the fucking core. And capitalism will bring about feudalism. Capitalism is a way to bring back feudalism. And it's what we have now. We're living in a country where, where, where property is a premium, right? There's the ownership class and the rental class. And property is literal serfdom. You're not paying for goods and services. A house wasn't built. You didn't even buy one. If you're renting a house, you're literally paying a fucking land tax. And a land tax is growing more and more absorbent by an ownership class that half of them don't even live in this nation anymore. And, and the other majority of it is investment firms. Like, this is what they're, it's bringing about, is it is to bring about an age of neo-feudalism. There's no fucking reforming that. You did that by killing your king. Well, no, I agree with you. And again, I think she does as well. What I was asking more about is, again, she calls herself a revolutionary. She no, no, but I'm that. saying like to have any of these politicians to, oh, we're going to we're gonna completely 180 it, mm-hmm. that would not be enough for me. Because but she wasn't I, advocating that for that. She's saying she's a revolutionary. However, any reforms we can do before the revolution gets started, she's also yeah, pro those as I, well. I was speaking to what you were saying. Oh, oh, gotcha. No, oh, gotcha. No, to what she's saying, she's absolutely correct. And that's the thing. Yeah. Is, is when people ask me about voting and they say, well, if you hate the state, right, and you don't vote for a capitalist, blah, 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 then why do you vote? And I basically say that, first of all, yes, I do. I do agree. Voting is irrelevant in terms of creating meaningful change, right? Um, if voting could change the system, it wouldn't be legal. End of story. Any any and all systems that can actually create massive, massive change are either illegal or are shut down. Well, look what by, happened in Georgia. Huh? Yeah. They, they were always shut down. The voters answered and affected some change, and then immediately every Republican in the fucking country was like, well, we got to stop this. But even that, it was still legal and it was still an issue because it wasn't true meaningful reformist change. Yeah. They just put a lady in there. That was it. Like, they put a That's Democrat, I mean. an yeah. established a party capitalist yeah. was put in power. They will not allow anyone who is not part of that class. However, 
That being said, to agree with Chaotic Socialist here, yes, voting still brings about harm reduction, though. And that's the thing, is voting will not bring about meaningful change that will change our society for the greater, right? It will not, absolutely will not. You are picking your flavor of capitalism. That does not mean you cannot do things that help delay the destruction of rights for women, for my trans comrades, for my gay comrades. Like, I'm sorry, there are people who are being marginalized in violent, oppressive, and deadly ways. And even though voting will not end that system of oppression, nor will it reform that system of oppression, if I can help stop gaps, slow it down, put a wrench in the gears of that oppressive system, and it can save some lives, then that is what we shall do. And so that's why I say voting will not change things, never count on it to change things, but you still should utilize it as a form of harm reduction. And I think that was her point too, and so I completely yep. agree with it. Yeah, same here. And and there was another one that I think on the revolutionary side perfectly encapsulated it because a lot of people ended up liking chaotic leftist and this girl's responses. Um, at uh, Bell Aven, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Bella Ven, I don't I don't know how to say this, but that that's her her at. Her her response was revolutionary in brief because as long as capitalism exists, there will be there will always be exploitation and oppression. We need to seize the means of production and recognize them, prioritizing social needs. We live in a time of abundance, yet people are starving. Capitalism has failed. And then she went on to say, I also want to add that revolution and reforms aren't mutually exclusive. I'm here for anything that improves quality of life in the meantime. But in my opinion, the ultimate solution is revolution, which I think encapsulates what you were just saying pretty nicely. Sorry, I heard seize the means of production and I fell out of my chair in a fit of ecstasy. Yeah. Um, I don't it's know if she's going to listen because this is the first response I've seen for her, but man, I hope she starts. Yes. Um, now, okay, so the flip side of that, we did get responses from a few um, reformists. Mm -hmm. So there's two that I want to highlight. The first one is from E Pluribus Unum uh, YT. And the reason I'm highlighting this dude is because he gave a response that was pretty concise, but he's also been helping us on that story battle that fucking chick from that's all up on yes Dior. <laughs> the jimmy door fan a fan person yeah yeah quick reference anybody that's listening is there's a fucking three days long exchange that's been going on about jimmy door and this girl Some will jimmy door cultist yeah fuck it's bad but e pluribus unum here has been basically on our side because he knows jimmy door is fucking full of shit but he's also considers himself a reformist and this is the reason why he reasons why he that they list um Typically, it leads to better long-term results. Don't agree with that. It is broader appeal than revolution. That I agree with. Most people are scared of revolution. He's a pacifist, which that informs us completely. I get that. Uh, revolutionary leftists can sometimes overlap overlap with reactionary elements. Okay, fair. Uh, revolutionary times are over, which I don't. I, I disagree. I don't think they're ever over. Look at France. I mean, I don't think you have to look at France. Look at fucking Cuba. Yeah, that too. Like yeah. we can look at much more hardcore ones. Yeah. But what do you think, Kay, before I pipe in? In terms of this guy's opinion or my own opinion? Well, kind of both. I, I guess like that what, would be the question. What is, what is, is your like, opinion on yeah. his opinion? Yes. Uh, I, I think that he's an idealist. Uh, him being a pacifist also uh, does inform his opinion greatly. I am not necessarily a pacifist. I understand the need for violence in... Uh, some cases and in uh, th that it, it can be useful. I just hope for more than revolution. 
I guess. And I, I think my opinion most closely aligns with chaotic leftist in terms of like, you know, that revolution may be necessary, but in the meantime, I have to be more optimistic than that. I have to be more, um, I, I have to think that there is something more that we can do to better our situation than just outright revolution. And, and so I think that my opinion, you know, is that we should continue to try. Eventually, if it does come to that revolution, then that's that's what it comes to. Okay. And an interesting point, like I I had commented in response to this because I think his was the first, or I shouldn't, I don't even know if it's a boy or girl. To be honest with you, Doesn't I think matter. there was. I think their response was the first one. So I, I just let them know, you know, thanks for the response. We'll be addressing these in the shout outs of next week's episode. And they replied with, I don't see it. Why, why it must be mutually exclusive though. The truest sense of leftism would have elements of both. No asking the question. And, I, and no, I don't think that's true. Um, I think we're at a point where it has to be one or the other at this point. I'm, I'm on, I'm on Chris's side with this. Yeah. Well, because one tends to tear down the other. That's yeah. what it really comes down to. Is if you are believing that the way forward, if you are acting in a revolutionary way, then you have given up on reform. And if you are acting as a reformist, then you are refusing to participate in revolution. Like it's what it really is one or the other. You are either in a car or on a train, but you cannot be on both. Um, well, it's you the know, motivations, you, right? Like the, the core of the motivations are like, we're looking at the system, right? Yeah. It's and looking you're at the problem. You're the it's like either, or refusing to. Yeah. It's either, you know, duct tape and, 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 and hopes and dreams yeah. or get a hammer and bash it to pieces. And uh, I don't see why again. we can't demolish the house and repaint it. It's like, it's one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you can repaint the house we rebuild. Like, yeah. if you which is why I think, the yeah. house, you are not demolishing it. And if you are demolishing the house, you are not repainting it. And so, no, I don't really think you can have elements of both. And again, it depends on what you mean by that. Because, again, if we're yeah. talking about things like harm reduction voting, like, yes, you absolutely can. Because I believe you can participate. And I think you can at least support some reformism to help reduce harm. But not if you are touting that as the vehicle for change. And that's what it really comes down to is what are you saying the answer is? Because, yes, everyone should be participating in both, I think. But I would never label myself a reformist and say that that has a place because, again, there is no tactic that shouldn't be used. You should never say that this is unacceptable. Yeah. There isn't. Because I, I think it's I think being a reformist is an act of privilege um, because it's easy to be a reformist when you're not the one who's in trouble. If your family isn't the one who's going to be drug out and thrown into a detention center or tortured in Guantanamo Bay or held in a torture facility in Chicago or put in a cage at the border, it's real easy. Back, like, well, you know, we should do more voting and we should support candidates and we should this. Yeah, because you're fucking fine because you go home every day to a house and you don't worry about the Gestapo kicking your door in and dragging your family out to shoot them. If you're one of those people, you're probably not going to want to wait for slow, gradual change. And that's the problem is this is not we're not arguing about tax policy. We're not arguing about potholes. We're arguing about a system that is murdering people. The only way you cannot be for any means necessary to stop it is if you have the comfortable position of not being in danger from it. Yep. Agreed. Because you can't. Um, if you're, yeah, if you're in that position, you won't be. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's. That's a good, good point that uh, the ability to have the reformist 
opinion is a, a, a point of, of from privilege. Yes. It is a it is a point from someone who can withstand having that opinion. When yeah. you have no other choice, then yes, and any means necessary. And and I understand that. And I I don't claim not to to have that pl- privilege. All three um, of us do. But, no, of course. Um, that, but uh, that's why I agree with you that 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 revolution is where it may come to. But I just hope for better in the interim. Yeah, I disagree with you. But yeah, I, and, I th- that, and that's fine. But that's I, that's I, I understand the, crux the, of the argument. Yeah. yeah, like I understand the logic of your point. I disagree because I think that timetable of comfortability gets people is killed. Over. Uh, sure. you know, it's just that kills people because like, it, it comes down to how many people die before we say, okay, enough is enough. And that's there is no right or I mean, I think the right answer is zero, but I mean, like, there is no like perfect answer that fits an ideology. It's, it's different no. for every human being. But that's, I think, the, the where the disagreement lies between reformism and re- revolutionaries in general. Yeah. Absolutely. And then there's two more I wanted to land on, and then we can close this out because we are running late here. One is from C.H. Florius. He responds to us quite a bit, like not just here, but he's also responded on YouTube and several other places. So I know he's a listener, Uh, but he's also a reformist. And he's like, I'm a reformist in the sense I think it's possible for a socialist workers party to gain power through elections. And with that power, implement a radical reform program with a long-term goal of, of sublating the bourgeois private property and the social property. I think that's hopeful. Uh, I, I think that it doesn't necessarily align with the facts of the world. I, yeah. I think there's little to no evidence that that's – we can't even get any third party, let alone a socialist that, party. That's even more hopeful than I am. I think it would be great if a unicorn came down and gave me a house. I just don't think it's realistic. I don't think a, a, a viable socialist third party uh, will ever exist in this country. No. And that's the thing is I, I would say that in other places that reform can be possible in non-capitalistic nations and you can have socialistic elections that take place. But if the CIA gets wind of it, it's going to change. And unfortunately, this is the home of the CIA. Bernie Sanders is not a socialist. He's a democratic socialist, which means he's a left-leaning capitalist. Okay. Let's get this straight. Bernie Sanders believes in the free market. Bernie Sanders believes in capital. He believes in neutered humane capitalism, which I think is a bullshit compromise and I don't like it, but that is literally the leftist anyone can go in this country and and be a, and be, and be a presidential, a viable presidential candidate. And even that could not be allowed by the Democratic Party. They shut that down. That like, okay, capitalism with humanity sprinkles on top was unacceptable. And so, yes, a viable third socialist party would be dope. But we have so great. We have the Peace and Freedom Party. We have the Communist Party. We have we have we have the Democratic Socialist Party, which is here or there, but whatever. Like they they they, like let's be fair. Like they have socialistic labor movement ideals, and that counts, and that's good. Uh, We have the Party for Socialism Liberation. Like we have multiple socialist and communist parties in this country, and they consist of five hundred well-meaning people and seventy-two spies, and that's all. They're just not viable. Yeah, they're not viable. Not because you should be voting for them. You should absolutely be casting your vote for these parties, one hundred percent. I am just not going to be delusional in saying that if they ever actually had any chance of winning anything at all, they wouldn't get shot. Mm-hmm. Great. 
And then the last one I wanted to end on is uh, from uh, Brendan Davison, uh, who believes revolution and reform are different stages of class struggle. Ultimately, revolution is necessary, but reform will be needed to build power in preparation for revolution. It feels like, again, like... It feels like, but with me, it feels like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. Like I, I, I think the heart is in the right place, but again, class struggle is always going to be workers versus ownership class and reform. I mean, I, I would say reform is a way, it is a tool used by the bourgeoisie to bring about pacification of the working class. Um, so I would agree that yes, you're technically correct. It is a form of class struggle, but not in from the bottom up. It is a it is a it is a tool of control. Yep, agreed. And you know, I think that's what we're going to leave it. I did want to just again, everyone that responded, thank you for the engagement. Those were like I thought those were really interesting. Uh, kind of ran the spectrum on both sides. Yeah, we love it when you guys write us on this stuff. I really do. It, it gives us something to think. Of. We don't necessarily have to agree, but like, especially from the regular commenters like E Pluribus Unum, Chaotic Leftist, uh, you know, everyone that responds regularly to us. Again, I can't mention them all, but our boy Stoffy, TD Gamer, yeah. uh, you, you know, basically, we love it. Like, it, because we like to be challenged, we like hearing different perspectives. We're not going to always agree. And sometimes even amongst ourselves, we're going to fight. But you know what? Conversations are important. If you're not fighting amongst yourselves, are you really leftists? No, not no, even a little not bit. Even. Well, thank you for being here, guys. <laughs> we love for you. conservatives. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but keep that unity with us. We will be here next week. We love you to pieces. Um, and uh, the world is terrible and on fire. And the only way we're going to get through this is through solidarity and through supporting each other. So take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And remember that the revolution is you.